Welcome back to the show. I am happy you are here today. If you're a go-getter, high achiever, in any area of your life, this episode might challenge you a little bit. I know the topic of rest and slowing down, taking a minute to breathe, whether that's a few hours, days, or weeks, are most challenging for me personally. And many of us live in the go. So knowing that we can rest and actually slow down a little bit is a good thing, even if we resist it at first, like I have many times. I hope this episode encourages you and inspires you to take the rest that you need this week, this month, this year. Hey there, I'm Ashley, mom of four and creator of Reps and Redemption. Join me as I share my passion for health education, explore all things fitness and nutrition, plus share a little faith-filled homemaking along the way. If you're a mom ready to build strength and live a life of epic redemption, this podcast is for you. Let's get after it. I thought of this topic today while I was working out at the gym. And of course, a lot of my ideas come to me while I am doing such activities. So I wanted to share this because I have recently just recovered from being sick for about 48 hours. I'm not sure if it was a 48-hour flu thing or if I was feeling intense hormonal changes due to my fertile window. As you know, a lot can happen (laughs) in these areas of our cycles. And then also, I think I pulled a muscle in my pelvic region, in my abdominal floor, and I was just feeling all sorts of off. All I wanted to do was sleep. I haven't felt like this since I had my son last summer, July 7th, and it just kind of reminded me of that experience, and I was like, well, I know I'm not pregnant, (laughs) so that's out of the question right now, but what is going on? And I kind of wanted to also touch on this subject because a couple of you are in that postpartum rest period. And there's a lot of similarities between resting from training and recovery and also postpartum rest. There's a lot of things that are in common. And I've pulled three in particular to kind of go over with you of what they both have in common. So let me dive into today's episode. The topic is three things training recovery and postpartum rest have in common. Number one, progression at a gradual pace. Both training recovery and postpartum rest advocate for a gradual approach. Now, training recovery stresses the importance of incrementally increasing our exercise intensity and allowing our body to adapt. And postpartum rest underscores kind of a slow return to physical activities, respecting the body's natural healing process. So with those two things said, we are training to get stronger. We are wanting to recover from the stresses of training and incrementally increase our intensity when we exercise, allowing our body to, which we've talked about on the show before, muscle adaptation. So it is important to take some time to rest from training, no matter what you do. 
For me, I strength train, I do a little bit of cardio, and as you know, check out episode 108, I started training jujitsu now at this point about six months ago, and I am very guilty and can be very guilty of overtraining. Now, when we are taking postpartum rest, we want to gradually get back into what we were doing before. We might not want to increase our intensity just yet. Actually, it probably wouldn't be a very good idea. We want to gradually, slowly get into the rhythm of things, the movements. Maybe when we start back after about six to eight weeks, we do a full body, body weight exercise, workout, something like that, something along the lines of just kind of stretching our body out and getting into things. And, you know, at the end of the show, I'll tell you kind of how I have stepped back into it three times now and what has helped me the most. So we want to really highlight the slow return to physical activities, but it's only because our body is healing, right, from the inside out. And there's a lot of things that need to happen for our body to recover fully. This is not me saying don't do anything for eight weeks. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But we just want to approach things at a slower pace. Number two, being aware of your body and being in tune with your body. You know, pay close attention to your body signals. This goes hand in hand with number one. You know when you need to rest from training. You know when you are in your fourth trimester, as they call it, with postpartum recovery, that you need to take some time and go slow with some things. In training recovery, it's vital to recognize signs of fatigue so we can decrease injury, right? We might get injured if we hit a certain level of being tired and we want to be really careful there. The same is true for postpartum rest. And I want to encourage mothers to listen to their bodies and identify cues for necessary rest, being mindful of energy levels and our overall well-being. You know, I couldn't wait after being upstairs for about a week. I was so restless. This is why I kind of had a little caveat in the beginning of being a high achiever, a go-getter, a doer. This does not mean in this way am I a perfectionist. There are some little ways here and there that I might be a little bit of a perfectionist, but I like to get things done. And I kind of have a saying that done is better than perfect. Of course, there's always an exception. And I do think we should try our best with pretty much everything we do, but I like to achieve things. I like to get them done. I like to check the box and I could not wait to just do some laundry and get it done. <laughs> we were a little bit desperate for laundry, especially me. And I just wanted to move around a little bit and do some things. Now I knew that my core and my pelvic floor was quite weak because, you know, seven days before I had just given birth. So instead of lifting the basket like I normally would, I just dragged it across the hardwood floor. Probably not the greatest idea. And then I unloaded it slowly. But it felt good to actually do something. And I, you know, I wasn't doing it like I normally would or as quickly as I would when I'm not healing from childbirth and labor and just recovering in that time. But I couldn't wait to just start moving, really, and getting into my normal pace again. And if you're anything like me, listen, I hear you. 
(laughs) We just want to get back at it. But there is something to be said for rest and listening to our body. Number three, support as a pillar. So training recovery and postpartum rest thrive in an environment of support. So in training, when we're strength training, we're training a sport, we're training something to be more athletic, we want to start prioritizing our health, our fitness, our nutrition, our faith. On this show, Reps and Redemption, this is what we are about, having a network of supportive trainers or teammates or workout partners really aids the recovery process. This is really similar to postpartum rest, you know, emotional and practical support from family, friends, a community of moms. This will play really a pivotal role in fostering overall well-being and successful recovery. If this is your missing piece, welcome to the Reps and Redemption podcast. I would love to encourage you. I know for me, I love when I meet other moms who have things that they love that I love. I mean, there's always that common denominator, right, that joins us together, whether it's a lot of kids or just one kid, homeschooling, homemaking, you know, training jujitsu, lifting weights, being at the gym, trying to live a holistic-ish, healthy lifestyle. That's exciting. I love when I meet a mom who has something like that in common with me. When I hear from you on the show and telling me about how you like to listen to the show, what topics you're most excited about, things that I've heard from listeners all over the world really, which is so amazing to see in my analytics on my podcast site. It's really encouraging because then I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I don't really know if there's really anybody out there. But if you're introverted, this could be harder for you. I'm naturally extroverted and it's super easy for me to just go up to somebody and say, hey, you weigh 125 pounds. Do you want to train jujitsu? I'm being serious. This is a true story. It's I don't find that very challenging. What I do find challenging is finding a community of fellow moms that kind of stick together and encourage each other in our faith walk and in our health and fitness. And honestly, a friend, a mentor, somebody that's like, hey, are you overtraining? (laughs) Do you need a rest? Do you need to take a break? And I wanted to share this with you because I think sometimes we can really overlook the fact that since everything is so fast paced and we're going at a rate and we have kind of our own family schedules, it is hard to create that community because if you're anything like me, first and foremost is my faith in my family. I cannot and will not put anything else before that. And I have in the past, like all of us have, and it just doesn't work out well, right? Can I get an amen? So stay tuned. I have a little something to share with you in regards to having support as a pillar. And I will share that with you in just a moment. So bonus, here we go. Holistic well-being focus. So training recovery and postpartum rest, when we prioritize holistic well-being, our training recovery will encompass, you know, physical recovery, but it also considers mental and emotional aspects. And postpartum rest similarly 
similarly addresses, you know, our complete well-being as mothers, acknowledging that we need physical and mental health during this recovery period. So it's very similar to resting and prioritizing holistic habits. And I, I would maybe even go a little bit deeper and talk about nutrition here as well, eating a nutrient-rich diet, focusing on adequate protein. We want to be mentally and emotionally healthy and really fuel our bodies properly. Three tips. I just mentioned uh, one of them, but number one is adequate rest. Two is nutrition and water. And number three, this might be very hard, but put the scale away for both of these. For training, resting from training, strength training, cardio, you know, for me personally, jujitsu. I was sick this past week. I had to put it all away. And putting the scale away also, you know, it, there really isn't a reason to have one if, if I may be so bold. And unless you have, which I have met a few people and I know of a few people who are in this boat. So I'm, I'm not like speaking to every single person as a whole, but I would say for 99% of us, unless there isn't, you know, you really have to hit a certain goal every week of weight loss or gain because of a major health issue, you really don't need a scale because the goal is to get stronger. It's not necessarily to, oh, I have to weigh 123 pounds on the dot or I'm not going to feel like I'm in shape. Well, that's just a lie. And if it causes an issue for you in that sense, I know for me and my daughter, we talk about it a lot and I'm like, why are we even using it? We don't really care. Like we care to an extent. It makes us care because we can see the number, but then the number really is irrelevant because we're getting stronger in the gym. And so it doesn't really <laughs> outweigh, like there's not a good benefit or really it's more of a negative because I weigh more like than I ever have before, but I am in the best shape of my life. So what it does that say, you know, what, what am I trying to do here? And not to mention water weight alone can fluctuate within like seven or eight pounds. I, I need to pull up my notes on that again, but it's kind of crazy. Why have something in front of you that's going to cause stress and really kind of make you really aim for a number when that's really not your goal. If you really thought about it, I don't think you would put pen to paper and say, lose seven pounds or even lose 15 pounds. I think, I think your goal, if you're anything like me and the listeners on this show, I think you might write, run my first 5k, lift my bench, press my um, bench, press the bar plus, you know, add whatever plates you want to add squat my body weight like you might put different things on there if you weren't worried about weight actually let's do that <laughs> I think that would be really fun so weight aside what fitness goals do you have is it to do some sort of triathlon is it is it to push your baby in a stroller for a 5k race what what is that for you and let's not talk about numbers here we don't need to do that. It's just going to add more stress. So anyways, I kind of went off on a little rant there, but whether you're in a rest period of recovery from training or being sick like I was or postpartum recovery, no matter the rest period, 
you will get back to it. You know, the gym is there. There's this saying in jujitsu, I'm probably, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, I'm requoting it, but it says the mats are always there. And what that means for me, for a lot of us is life happens. Things happen. You know, we get married, we have kids, we add to the family, we move, somebody gets sick, uh, a a grandfather gets sick, we have to take a trip, we're going on a family vacation. It could be positive things, it could be not so great things, it could be really hard, challenging things, but the gym is always there. Or your body weight, your own workout with using just body weight is always there. The mats are always there. And it applies to what we are talking about today. So don't rush it, just rest in it. I hope this has encouraged you today. What I wanted to share with you with the support as a pillar, I have tried a few things in the past. I'm trying to find out really, it's it's semi-selfish, but it's only because I think a lot of us are in similar seasons where we have so many things going on and so many moving pieces, but we would love this type of support as a pillar, this community, this camaraderie, these things in common with, you know, learning to be bold in our faith, to get stronger, to feel more equipped, to walk more confidently, to really just be the healthiest versions of ourselves physically, emotionally, and in our faith. And I really wanted to, and I've been working on creating something, some sort of space. So I don't know if you've ever heard of GroupMe. I have group me for a few chats. Um, one of them is my Bible study fellowship chat, my jujitsu chat. I really like it. I'm not opposed to it, but a lot of things get lost in translation. There's no topics. It's kind of just a mess. So if there's any more than like 10 people in the group, it's a little all over the place. And, you know, it can work, I guess, but I do think that this group here, what I dream for having uh, for reps and redemption community is true community where you could just jump on, ask a question and then get back to it and easily find it later. So I'm going to kind of beta test (laughs) a reps and redemption community on Slack. Now, I don't know if you've heard of Slack. I've used it in the past. And there's definitely been some upgrades and updates. It's completely free. It's like GroupMe. But if you're like me, even though you are you might be a little disorganized like me <laughs> with a couple of things, I like my electronics. I like my templates. I like my workouts. I like things organized. I like to know where I'm going. I like to know what I'm doing. And I kind of like block scheduling. So you will like this. I, you know, you can create certain topics, click on the topic, ask questions, somebody can answer it, you can pop over to another topic, but it's very streamlined, it's right on your phone, Android can use it, iPhones can use it, like you can use it on your computer, it's super simple, and I think it takes a lot of the whole like friend request, fill out this or that, and another thing I liked about it was If I create some things, which I've created a lot of things, I've created some meal plans, workouts, things like that, all I have to do is upload it from my Google Drive into the app. Like, I don't even have to send the link, send you to download, do this and that. I can just send it right there. So I feel like there's way more, like, user advantages to it. 
Anyways, give it a try. Download it today. In the show notes, I am going to put the reps and redemption link for like once you join, you'll just be part of that that workspace. So it's a reps and redemption workspace within the workspace. Here, let me see. I'm going to pull it up on my phone. So I'm opening up top. It says reps and redemption. And then it'll say channels. So it'll say community, general, random. I made one for workouts. I might do one for meal plans. And then you can direct message whoever's in there. And then also like I click on communities, message the community, add people, you know, add a description. I might go in there and add a description, but it looks really cool and super easy to use. I just had a thought as well in the channels section that I can also make a topic that says podcast suggestions or podcast ideas or guest suggestions or um, another one I saw somewhere else was apply to be a guest on the show. It's just like a little questionnaire. It's nothing super serious. I would love to add all those things here. And, you know, I'm there. So I'll be waiting. And <laughs> if you're bold enough, come join the Reps and Redemption community on Slack. And let's get this little friendship circle little supportive pillar, if you will, start it. I hope this podcast episode encouraged you, challenged you, and inspired you to take the rest that you need. And until next time, if this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? Remember, this podcast offers health education tips and holistic insights. Please consult healthcare professionals for personalized advice. Until next time, mama, be bold and live well.